0: Thank you for joining us for another podcast from Covenant Community Church. And now, today's message from Senior Pastor John Lofton. Before you are seated, look at your neighbor and say, Beloved, Beloved. forward forward march. All right, you may take your seats today. Forward march actually is a military term. Uh, We hear this a lot. Uh, It's the same as saying go forward. Uh, Usually when we get ready to step out uh, as a platoon and and we know that there is a command that is given to us so that we can all step out at the same time and the words are forward march. I want to read the New Living Translation for verse 15. It goes a little something like this and it might bless you. It says, quit praying and get the people moving. Forward march. The children of Israel were in a bit of a quagmire after they obeyed Moses to leave Egypt. That this was the place of slavery and the place of bondage. They had been in slavery for over 400 years, and now it was time for them to move out into their promise. Now, after the 10 plagues, Pharaoh had no other choice but to bow down to the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. Now, Passover had been executed with precision, <laughs> and now they were proceeding to go to the place where God had chosen. Now, in the midst of them going into the place where God told them to go, uh, in the midst of doing what God had commanded them to do, in the middle of trying to do the right thing, wrong results happened. Now, I don't know about you, but I, I've always tried to do the right thing, but sometimes wrong results come, right? So isn't it interesting how you can do the best to do the right thing, but you get wrong things happening to you? Isn't it interesting that how you pray for something and the answer you received wasn't what you prayed for? Mm, I guess I'm by myself. Okay, I'm going to keep preaching. So the children of Israel, they prayed for a deliverer. And now their backs were against the wall. The Egyptian army was pursuing them with 600 chosen chariots. And in front of them was the red. See, On the side of them was mountainous terrain. They found themselves, and Elder Yelverton was preaching about this a few months ago. He, he, the title of his sermon was Between a Rock and a Hard Place. So uh, that is an idiom, and it means that, that they were in a difficult position. They were in an insurmountable situation. And, and don't you know if you've ever been there before, that's the place where you want to quit? When you got so many things going on around you, it seems like you cannot move forward. You got stuff in front of you, things on the side of you. The devil is chasing you and you're trying to figure out what in the world is going on. God, I've been trying to do the right thing. This is the place where you want to give up. This is the place where you want to throw in the towel. This is the place where you say enough is enough. This is the place where you say I've had it, God. I can't move on, God. It's just too much. Now, if you put yourself in the story, there's nowhere to go. You're in a place and you're trying to figure out, wait a minute now. I can't cross the sea. It's too deep and it's too wide. I can't climb these mountains. There, there are too many people and too many children. I got 600 chosen cherries. I wouldn't last two seconds to try to fight with them. And God gave an extraordinary response to their prayer. They had nowhere to go. Nowhere. They couldn't go through the Red Sea. They couldn't climb the mountains, and they couldn't fight Pharaoh. And God said, tell them to stop crying to me and start moving. Somebody said, stop crying and start moving. Saints of God, there comes a time when we got to pray and wait, but I believe those times have passed. Now we're going to have to pray and act. Now is time to put your faith to work. Now is the time to say, Lord, no matter what I see with my eyes, I'm going to do with what I hear from your Word. Come on, somebody. Faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. Sometimes saints of God, God just wants to know if you're going to obey. He said, why are you trying to fix stuff that you can't fix in the first place? You can't drink all that water. God says, go forward. And you're sitting there like, well, I'm, I, don't, I don't know where I'm going, Lord. Go forward. Somebody said, go, go forward. Check this out. Check this out. Right, let me give you a scripture here. Isaiah chapter 60, verse 1 and 2. This is an amazing scripture. Please, please, please. I don't have it on my PowerPoint, but I want you to see this here. The Bible says, arise and shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. Somebody said the glory is on me. See, boo-boo, let me tell you something. This scripture is for you. Somebody say it's for me. The Bible said, arise and shine for your light has come and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. Somebody said, the glory is on me. See, you need to act like you got something on you. You need to act like God has placed something in you. Arise and shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. For behold, darkness shall cover the earth, and deep darkness the people. But the Lord, somebody said, but God. God. But the Lord will rise over you, and his glory will be seen upon you. My God, that means that God can put something on you that people that grope in darkness can see? (laughs) He can do it. See, the glory of the Lord, it rises upon the people. The Bible said the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. That means that something has to come up out of you. See, the glory is not something that's just going to fall on you. The glory comes up. Come on, somebody. So, So if you don't have any Holy Ghost in, there's no glory coming out. So you're going to have to be, you're going to have to stay in that word. You're going to have to stay on your knees. You're going to have to stay in prayer. You're going to have to stay in worship and praising God. It does not matter what you see. Let me tell you something. For the Bible says that the sea is what they saw, but they didn't see the way. Good God Almighty. Because in the natural, what you see is the sea, but in the spirit is what you see is the way. And he said, go forward. Somebody said, go forward. Somebody said, I'm going forward. It said, Arise and shine, for your light has come. Write this down, beloved. Write this down. The degree to which you arise will determine the degree to which you shine. See, you can't shine unless you move out. You can't shine unless you arise. The Bible said, Arise, shine. We got too many Christians trying to shine, and they haven't arisen. We got too many Christians promoting themselves. Too many Christians are moving out too early, thinking they ready. You ain't ready. You trying to shine, and you haven't arisen yet. Come on, somebody. I'm talking to somebody in this room. Maybe the reason God has not moved you out yet is because you're not ready. Maybe he has to keep you in the incubator a little bit longer so that he can get some more stuff out of your heart. Hello, somebody. Now, now, I don't know what's in you, but I know what's in me and sometimes when I'm ready to move out in God and God hesitates y'all know that that glory hesitation that hesitation means where God you you, I know I'm ready God said no you ain't ready yet son I got some more stuff I got to get out of you I got to show you some more of that rebelliousness in you I got to show you some of that stubbornness in you I got to show you some of that controlling in you so I got to show you this stuff so you can repent of it so that I can move you out where I need you to be because I can't move you over there when you got the same stuff in you over here and so some people want to go there. It's a place called there. The Bible said, Abraham, I want you to go to a place called there. Where's that, God? I don't know. And sometimes God will call you to a place called there. You don't know where it is. He just tells you to go. Somebody said, move forward. See, it said the degree to which you arise will determine the degree to which you shine. Listen, saints of God, maybe the reason we're not shining is because we're not willing to get up. Well, God, God, I want you to bless my business. Well, how many clients did you call today? God, I just need you to bless me. I gave my consecrated offering of $5.35. I just need your blessings, Lord. Well, well, hold on now. Didn't your brother just call you and needed a ride to work? And you said, no, I got to get up too early. Well, hold on now. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Didn't the Lord just say you need to get up and you slept, you slept anyway? Come on. Come on, man. But you want God to bless your mess. God doesn't bless mess, He destroys it. Hello, somebody. Somebody say, I will arise so I can shine. Listen, it's time for you to start shining. Let me tell you something. Let me just say this last point before I move on into my message. Listen, listen, the reason God put you in dark places is so you can shine. I get so sick of Christians. Oh, it's just so dark in here. Well, turn your doggone light on. It's just so dark. I just, my community is just so dark. It's just, oh my God, can you feel the devil? It's just, ooh. I just get so sick of people. That's why they had to take testimony service out of churches because people didn't know how to testify. They talk more about the devil than Jesus. The devil was with me last night and he threw me all around the room. What is the devil doing in your house? Wait a minute, boo. Why is he so comfortable with you? If you turn the light on, devils will fly out of the room. The devil, the devil, the devil. I, oh my God. We, we, it's just, oh man. Listen, let me, let me just tell you the devil is already defeated. Stop hyping up the devil and hype up the name of Jesus. It is the name greater than every name. For the Bible said at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow. In heaven, that means the angels. On the earth, that means man. Under the earth, that means the demons. And every tongue shall confess that Jesus is Lord. Buddha got to confess. Muhammad got to confess. Sun, your moon got to confess. Jesus is Lord. Come on, somebody. You put the name of Jesus on it. You don't know what to pray? Pray, Jesus, I declare your name. Amen. Arise and shine. For your light has come. Today of being immature is over. Amen. Somebody say, Move forward. Move forward. Glory to God. The word arise in English and in Hebrew is a verb. We know verbal action words if you know English, right? It's an action word. Let me give you some. Uh, so what the word in Hebrew "arise" means in Hebrew. Check this out. This is this is amazing. It means to become powerful, arise, to come on the scene, to stand, to maintain oneself. Uh huh. That's talking about self-control. I don't know what happened, Pastor. I couldn't help myself, and I just fell into sin. Let me let me just explain something. You don't ever just fall into sin. You go into sin because you want it to. I have never just slipped into sin. Nobody just slips into sin. You make a choice to sin. Why? Because you liked it. There is not one sin I did not like. That's why I kept doing it. Come on, Sam. You know what I'm saying? You did it because you liked it. Somebody just that boy high five over there. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> hey, well, that's the truth. We love drinking and smoking that weed and, and doing the stuff we were doing, fornicating and, and, and all this other stuff, going to the club. and uh, Come on, somebody. Why y'all looking at me like that? You know, what was that, sister? Picking pockets. Pickin pockets. <laughs> oh. <laughs> y'all see what we got in the church, right? <laughs> I thank God for deliverance, amen <laughs> Shoot, I don't even know where my wallet is right now Good God Did I give you my wallet? I gave you my wallet Oh, okay <laughs> You know the Bible said we got to work out ourselves <laughs> some, people, some people might be on their way to deliverance, amen <laughs> Good God Almighty it. <laughs> Praise God. All right, y'all leave me alone. Let me get back in this. (laughs) Praise God. It says to be established, to be confirmed, to be proven, to be fixed, to be valid, to fulfill a physical change of position, of rising from sleep. That's why I say you got to wake the babies up. We got to wake up the baby Christians. It's time for us to mature. Listen, uh, can I share this one thing with you? You cannot, saints of God, get a whole result with half commitment. The problem with a lot of church folk is you're trying to get a whole result, but you're half committed. You, you say, you know, I, I want to do that, but, you know, I still got this little thing over here that I'm trying to do, and I can't be completely committed to the church. Well, they understand See, see, we're like an afterthought because you got other important stuff to do. Now, I'm not saying that what other things you have to do is not important. But I am saying the Bible says it's best not to vow and do it than to vow and don't do it. Amen. So in other words, saints of God, don't overcommit if you can't do it. Yeah, you it. Listen, if you tell me that you can do something, you better be doggone sure you can do it because I'm, I will have an expectation that you will get it done. And if you don't get it done, I will have it done. That's not a problem. But don't tell me you can do something and don't do it. Amen. Hello. Now, let me turn it. Let me flip the script. Don't you want people who say they're going to do something for you, they're going to stay committed to it? Right. Then why Amen. would the church be any different? But yeah, exactly. well, people want to halfway support the church. Well, you know, I don't go to that church because, you know, they got problems. Well, you do too. <laughs> don't you have problems? Amen. That's why you in church. Everybody got problems, including the one that's speaking to you. I got some problems. Right. I, I, listen, nobody has reached perfection. That's right. We all are dealing with stuff. As long as we are in this flesh body, we're going to have issues. I have to fight my flesh just as hard as you do. I have to repent. I have to forgive. I have to fast. I have to pray. I have to make sure, like Paul said, I buffet my body. After I have been preaching to others, I myself might become a castaway. What he's saying is I have to keep my flesh under the submission of the Holy Ghost. Your flesh is not going to submit automatically. You have to make your flesh submit. That's why Apostle Paul said you got to mortify the deeds of the flesh. That means you know what? Your flesh's gonna always gonna go to sin. Why? Because that's what flesh loves to do is sin. Saints of God, we're always in this flesh body, but if you don't, if you're not full of the Spirit, then you have no ammo. See, it would be bad for a soldier to have a weapon and it's pretty and it's powerful. It's scary. But if you don't have any bullets, it's for show. And I'm afraid we got a lot of show Christians. They always talk in scripture. They hop out all around the church. They always talk about what church they go to, but they don't have no power. Why? They don't have any bullets. They look good, but they're not worth anything. And that's why the devil, when he attacks somebody with a pretty gun, they can't win. Okay. Oh, I knew it was going to be a message like that. It's for the mature. This is not for the baby Christian, y'all. This is a word for the mature. Come on, somebody say, I'm mature. Oh, boy, I see. When you're mature, you should be able to handle a word like this. See, this is the kind of word that will run baby Christians off. You know why? Because I'm not that little lovey-dovey pat. Oh, come on in. The Lord loves you. I already told you, he does love you. But just because God loves you, don't mean he's going to put up with your mess. See, God is love. Not that he does love. God is love. Without God, there is no love. God is love. But God is holy. See, this is the part where a lot of churches don't even talk about holiness anymore because they think holiness is wearing a white dress on the fourth Sunday. See, that ain't holiness. I don't care what color dress you wear. You can still be just as evil and cantankerous as you want to be see see that it doesn't matter about your outer core and what you wear out here it's about what's going on inside of here apostle paul said i am crucified with christ nevertheless i live but yet not i christ lives in me and the life i now live i live by the faith of the son of god who loved me and gave himself for me christ died so that you could live Amen. he paid a ransom for you he didn't have half commitment he paid the whole ransom and then you want to be half committed in the church, half given, half coming to the church, and then, oh, 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 we're supposed to be excited. Oh, no, I'm talking about the mature Christian. Come on, somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter how long you've been in, in the Navy or in the Army or in the Marines. When you get in that foxhole, you grown. I'm telling you that right now. When bullets start flying, there ain't no new rookies. Everybody got to fight. And there ain't no atheists in the foxhole. Everybody calling on God, yeah. <laughs> even those who don't even know God, they call on God. Oh God, yeah. that's the first thing they say. No, you don't know Him, but I can introduce you to Him. No, you can't call on that name. That name don't belong to you. See, we need to. We, we, meet, we come on, saints of God. We need to be just like that. No, you can't call that name. I'm taking that name from you. Yeah. Are you saved? You can't have that name. You can't use my Savior's name because you don't know him. See, and if you want to get to know him, I'll lead you to him. But you you can't use that. I'm taking that name back. We're taking the rainbow back, too. We're taking the rainbow back. The rainbow is a sign of the covenant that has nothing to do with sexual orientation. That's a sign of the covenant. We're taking it back. I'm going to put a rainbow in here. Put a rainbow. Why? 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 Maybe some can come in and they can get the truth. And we're going to love them right through it. Come on, Somebody. I ain't scared. Uh, You notice I'm standing flat-footed. Why? Because I'm standing on the solid rock of Christ. And when you stand on the truth of the word, you don't have to be scared. Hello, somebody. Are you here with me today? All right, let me give you a little bit more so that we can eat. Amen. Y'all heard my stomach just then. (laughs) Now is the hour, saints of God, for us to arise and go forward. Listen, God knows that the enemy is chasing you. He knows that the odds are already against you. He knows that the obstacles before you are immovable and impenetrable. He knows that you want to give up. He knows how hard and how difficult it is. But let me tell you something else that God knows. I hope this encourages you. God knows that no weapon that is formed against you shall be able to prosper. See, God knows that the enemies that come after you one way, they shall flee from you seven ways. God knows that the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty through God. God knows that if God be before you, who can be against you? God knows that you reap what you sow. God knows that he trains our hands for war and our fingers to fight. See, you know what that is? That's praise and worship. He said, I I train your hands for war and your fingers to fight. Just what Sister Kim said this morning. They didn't send the soldiers out. They sent the praisers out first. They had a battle to fight, but they had to send the praisers out. Why? Because he trains our hands for war and our fingers to fight. And when things are coming against your life, if you get down on your knees and you begin to bless God and you begin to worship God and you allow him to come and to your life. He'll move mountains in your life. Woo! Somebody shout glory up in here. No, this is not. This is not for the baby Christian. This is for the mature. When you know you get hit with something and you praise God anyway. You heard what the doctor said and you praise God anyway. You saw that bill in your mailbox and you praise God anyway. Your husband started tripping and you started praising God anyway. Your honey was acting funny and you praise God anyway. Your money was all jacked up and you praise God anyway. The school started tripping and you praise God anyway. They laid you off you from your job and you praise God anyway. Woo! Glory, 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 glory. Hey, yeah. Somebody better shout up in this place. Good God almighty. For our word march. It's time for us to move forward. Somebody said forward march. Slap somebody high five and say, You gotta go forward. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Slap the other person high five. Say, you gotta go forward. You gotta go forward. You gotta go forward. You gotta go forward. Somebody said forward. Somebody said forward. Come on, come on, prophesy. I'm going forward. I'm going forward. I'm not going back. I can't go back. There's nothing back there for me. I almost died back there. I almost lost my mind. I started tripping when I was back there. I almost lost it when I was back there. I almost drunk myself to death when I was back there. The drugs ate me up when I was back there. I started cussing and lying when I was back there. There's nothing back there for me. I'm going forward. Whoa! Going forward. We need to stop complaining and start conquering. We need to stop wanting and start worshiping. We need to stop moaning and start moving. Somebody say I'm going forward. It is time for the church to raise up a revolution. It's a revolution of holiness. It's a revolution of righteousness. We're going to have to move forward, saints of God. We're going to have to move forward. We're going to have to move forward. See, when we march forward, let me give you this one right here because I don't think I gave you the last one. See, your commitment level will determine your maturity level. And if you stay immature, Uh Uh (laughs) if you stay immature, it will never be your season. See, a lot of us are groping about where they are. God, I can't move forward. I can't move to the side. And I got the enemy chasing me, Lord. What am I supposed to do? Let me call the church. <laughs> and God says, go forward. Well, Lord, I don't, I don't understand. God says, I don't expect you to understand. I expect you to obey. See, some of you right now, you at a wall, and you're trying to figure out, wow, oh, boy, that's pretty high. And you're trying to figure out how you're going to climb it. See, you don't see a way. (laughs) Because you're trying to figure out how you can climb it. That's not on God's mind. Because in God's mind, what you have to climb is easy to fix. Okay, let me put it to you this way. A lot of us have watched the movies, and the movies would jack us up, instead of reading the Word. A lot of people think that when they crossed the Red Sea, that it split all the way across and they walked over. That is not Bible. That is not what happened. So can I help you out a little bit here so that you can get Hollywood straight because Hollywood don't know the Bible? How in the world are you going to have rocks building an ark? Y'all seen that stupid Noah? Rocks helping Noah build an ark. Y'all remember seeing that? That's the dumbest stuff. See, I, I watch it to rebuke it. I said, the devil is a liar. You know, that ain't right. Let me tell you something. They had nowhere to go. They couldn't go back. The mountainous terrain was on the side, and they had the Red Sea in front of them. And God said something that blew my mind. He said tell them to stop crying i'm trying to tell somebody this morning you need to stop crying you've cried too much you need to stop crying you need to pray in the holy ghost and you need to build up your most holy faith so that you can move out into the next level of god somebody says stop your crying." See, if we can raise up mature Christians, then pastors and leaders don't have to worry about trying to call people. Why are we calling you? No, no, no. I'm trying to stay right with God. Now, if we're full of the Holy Ghost, the Holy Ghost will convict you. You should not want to stay out of church if you're full of God. Hello, somebody. Look, if, if, if it's that easy to stay out of church, something you didn't get. And I need to pray with you today so that you can get fully full. Fully full of God. I'm talking about filled with the Holy Ghost. And I'll pray with anybody today. And I lay hands on you. And all you have to do is receive it. You don't have to tarry for nothing. All you have to do is ask and you shall receive. Seek and you shall find. Knock and the door shall be open. He said, If you, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly Father give you the Holy Ghost if you ask? He said, All you got to do is ask and it's yours. Ask and it's yours. Ask and it's yours. Ask, it's yours. ask for it, he said, and it's yours. What does it say to thee? The word is nigh thee, is in your heart and in your mouth. That is the word of faith. Then Psalms 81 it says, Open your mouth wide, and I will fill it. Ain't nothing to getting the Holy Ghost. You just ask for it. Ain't nothing to it. And then you speak your language, and it's a beautiful thing. Come on, somebody. I know they don't even teach on the Holy Ghost anymore. That's why the church is so weak. That's why you don't have no power. You got you, the only power you're gonna have is in the Holy Ghost. He said, Behold, I give you power when the Holy Ghost comes upon you. He said, tarry here until you have been endued with power. The word endued means soaked. See, we don't stay in it long enough. We get out of worship too early, and we don't want to preach the word of God. We want to go to church for 20 minutes. See, I got to get my 20-minute message because I got things to do. I don't have 20-minute messages. I give you the message of God. It might be 20. It might be 30. It might be 50, but I'm going to preach it like God said. Woo! this kind of preaching to get a preacher like me in trouble. But I'm saying bring it on. Forward launch. We're going to have to move forward. We're going to have to move forward in the Holy Ghost. We're going to have to move forward in obedience to God. We're going to have to move forward and make sure that our hearts are sealed in Jesus. We're going to have to move forward and know that God has good things for us. We're going to have to move forward and know that God has a plan for our lives. We're going to have to move forward and know that God has placed a word in your mouth that you can give to somebody else. We're going to have to move forward and go into the community to give them Jesus. We're going to have to move forward and go into the marketplace so that they can see the glory has risen upon me. We're going to have to move forward and lay hands on our children and say, receive the Holy Ghost. We're going to have to move forward so that we can go and pray for those that are sick in our family. We're going to have to move forward so that we can go out into the community and say, I know that I've been living by you for 20 years and I've never knocked on your door but God called me to come and bless your house. We're going to have to move forward. Somebody say, this means, this means war. See, see, when you go to war, you can't go to war being some little wimp. You can't go to war being some little punked out person. God is calling the saints of God to be an army. He called you the army of the Lord. The Bible says he's the Lord of hosts. The word host means he's the commander in chief. And when the commander says you got to go, you don't ask any questions. You just go. Somebody say Forward. I'm telling you right now, some of you need to move forward. Because what happened with the Red Sea, the Bible said, go forward. And it's like the leprous men. The Bible said that Jesus prayed for the ten. He prayed for them, but nothing happened. He laid Jesus laid hands on them for them to be healed. Nothing happened. But the Bible says, as they went. Good God Almighty. See, sometimes you got to obey the word because Jesus said, go show yourself to the priest. He didn't just lay hands on them; He gave him a word. He said, go show yourself to the priest. The Bible says, as they went, they were healed. One of the nine came back and praised God. Isn't that amazing? And Jesus had to say, were there not 10 of you? Where's the other nine? Let me tell you something. Some people in the church are just satisfied with some of Jesus. See, you're just satisfied to get that little blessing, you don't even show up at church anymore. Can I talk about it? Well, I'm going to talk about it anyway. We get people that will say, Pastor, oh, man, we hit a wall. We've hit a spot. I need the church to pray, blah, 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 blah. The church come together, and we pray. God moves, and we don't even see their behind. Sit out of church or even leave. And then want to have the a, a mitigated goal to come calling me six months later like I'm supposed to drop everything. See, this is the kind of preaching people don't like. Mm-hmm. But since we all are mature in the house of the Lord, I know they're streaming this live and there's going to be some baby Christians that's not going to like what I'm preaching right now, but the Lord wanted me to tell you, it's time for you to grow up. When we grow up in the church, the pastors won't have to do it all. (laughs) Let me get back to my Bible study. The Bible says that as they went, the sea split. So in other words, saints of God, you sitting there begging God, God, if you just move, (laughs) I just need you, Lord. (laughs) I don't know what to do. God says, move forward. But God, (laughs) you don't understand. I can't. I don't have the money. God says, move forward. You say, but but wait a minute, Lord. Time is running out. You hear the footsteps. I know, I know, Lord, but (laughs) when you just move and God is saying, Go forward, saints, you see the sea, but God sees the way. The Bible says, As they went, every step that they took in faith, come on, somebody, don't worry about what it looks like. You might not have the money right now, but if God says, move forward, God says, I got the money. If you just obey God, come on, somebody, give him a hand clap of praise in here today. (laughs) Praise God. Isn't that an awesome word? The Bible said, as they went. Saints, it's time for you to go forward. It's time for you to move. It's time for you to stop complaining, stop bickering, stop moaning, stop your crying. I didn't say that. The Bible did. It says, God says, why are they bothering me? I already told you to move forward. See, some stuff we praying about, we're wasting our breath. Let me tell you something. Let me just say this last statement. God can't bless you past your last opportunity of disobedience. See, the moment you have to, you're going to have to go back to that place where you disobeyed, And you obey so God can move you to the. Well, Pastor, I don't like that kind of preaching because that prophet said I can send him $100 and I'll be blessed. (laughs) Well, you can just send me that $100. You can send it here to the church. Because every blessing is based on a principle. You can send that $100 and you're not getting everything. Not nary. Why? Because if you don't understand the principle, then you're not going to get the provision. Every one of God's promises is based on a principle, saints of God. Let me just, I'm not saying don't give it. If you feel compelled to give, just make sure the name is Covenant Community Church. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> we'll take it. Praise God. But listen, God wants you to give based on his principles so you can be blessed to receive his provision. Amen. Now, somebody in here know what I'm talking about, because you've been at a rock and a hard place and it's time for you to move forward. Now, who am I talking to today? Stand to your feet. Stand to your feet. Who am I talking to today? You get hit with something and you feel like you can't get around it. You can't go through it. You just you got you got things on every side. And every time you take two steps forward, seem like you get kicked back five or six steps. Who am I talking to? Stand to your feet. Stand to your feet. Stand to your feet. Come on. Come on. And some of you that haven't stood yet, you feel like you got a block, bricks in your feet. But go ahead and stand anyway. God's got something for you. God's got something for you. Praise God. Praise God. Somebody say, we're moving forward. Mm-hmm. We're moving forward. We're moving forward. We're moving forward, Phyllis. We're moving forward. We're moving forward. Sometimes we feel like we're on the shelf and God is not going to use us. But I came to tell somebody, God is going to use you. He's going to use you for his glory. He's going to use you to do some powerful things let me encourage you today god is going to use you to impact this generation he's going to use you a lot of times god can't use us but we talk ourselves out of stuff because we know ourselves good god almighty i used to uh, when i first started preaching i used to always uh, ask god why Why would you use somebody like me? Knowing everything that I've done in my life. The stuff that I've done would would deem me to be unworthy to be a pastor. So I was always down in myself. And uh, I never thought that I. Uh, God could use me and it was real difficult especially when you've been working hard and you're working hard and you're trying to love people and then they stab me and my wife in our backs and we just and we're we're just groping we're like God are you sure you sure this is what you want us to do because I want to slap somebody right now Let me tell you something, saints. (laughs) God can use me. He can use you. He's no respecter of persons. He he is the same God. I don't have a greater anointing. I serve the same God as you serve. The only difference between me and you is my commitment level. That's the only difference. I'm fully, totally committed. That's the only difference. And once you you go forward and you say, God, okay, I'm moving forward. I'm going to be completely committed to you, God. He moves you to another level. Now, I disagree when people say new levels, new devils. It's the same devil on every level. He don't change because he can't. You might have to deal with more devils but it's the same old slew foot that you're gonna have to deal with but guess what god has given you power of attorney to use his name and when you don't know what to pray if you're not full of the holy ghost and can pray in tongues you put the name of jesus on it. come on somebody We hope you've been blessed by today's powerful teaching. Thank you for your continued prayers and financial support of this ministry. Visit us in person at 5805 West Highway 74 in Indian Trail, North Carolina. That's near Lowe's Hardware. Or you can find us on the web at www.changeatc3.org. That's change, C-H-A-N-G-E-A-T-C, the number three, dot org. Or call us at 704-821-7368. Covenant Community Church, where the truth is revealed.